Happy 2020. It's Wellness Wednesday with Mrs. Siwulu. I hope everyone had a restful break. Today we're going to talk to Mike Lee, a teacher at El Toro. Um, hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Echo. How are you? I'm doing well. Hanging in there, as everyone is. How are Wait, you? Quick, sorry, quick pause. You said 2020. 2021. We're done with 2020. Thank goodness. Yes. Happy 2021. Thanks for correcting me because we don't want to go back there. we're moving forward okay so how have you been doing as a teacher in the pandemic uh well teaching this sort of hybrid some of the students online stem the students in the classroom is definitely time consuming um everything has to be digital so everything that is normally done in person or on paper has to be converted to a digital accessible interactable format yeah so it takes a lot of time like for instance like lessons that you've accumulated over time you can't use any of those because you have to start from scratch with doing it digitally yeah and i have to redesign them and think how do the students interact with them do they simply fill it in or do i want them to work like give them feedback back and forth or is it a it's it's so hard to come up with a creative solution that sometimes there isn't even one. Mm-hmm. And just to um, let everybody know, you're a chemistry teacher at our school. Uh, yes, I teach chemistry and chemistry honors. And this year I am dabbling in the area of physics. What grades are you, do you see? Uh, chemistry is mostly 10th graders. And then physics is 11th and for this year, partially 12th graders. Okay. So a lot of these students need, well, everyone needs your classes to graduate and to go on to college. Yeah. So um, what's been the most difficult part about teaching during COVID time? Like for, I know for me as a counselor, like I really miss that one-on-one with the students and the family, like seeing them face to face um, because you get to see the outcome of your work. Um, I'm sure the students feel the same way uh, as far as like, you know, you're working with somebody and you get to see them face to face and celebrate together type of thing. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is the contact, Um, but it's also not just the contact. It's the ability to check on student progress for the small stuff. Um, Things that we do, we may, it may take a lesson a couple days to do it, but along the way, I normally sort of check with them hey, how's it going? Let's do this practice problem. How are you doing? And I can see half the class walk around, check their homework, check their their math problem and be like, hey, you're not doing it quite right. Double check this or you forgot this. So there's a lot of little spot checking that's Mm -hmm. nearly impossible to do online Um, in terms of without spending a ton of energy on my end. It's not easy to do. So it's, it's like the students have a lot more responsibility than they did before. As yes. far as that part of their their learning. Yeah, there's a lot more self-advocacy and checking in and making sure they understand it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of times they would just, unfortunately, rely on their friend to tell them what to do in class or kind of nudge a neighbor and say, hey, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not really going on right now. So overall, do you think that the students that reach out to you, like via remind, via remind or email or chat with you in the zoom or um in your zoom meetings or do you use canvas or google classroom google classroom 
Google Classroom. So the students that do reach out to you, are they more successful in the class or is it kind of the same? Not necessarily. Um, a lot of the few kids that do interact uh, do tend to show more effort and show more um, willingness to put in the time to do something. Whether or not they are successful is a different story. But generally speaking, a lot of them that do check in and ask questions do tend to improve than those who don't. Um, there are a lot of students who don't check in and are fine. There's a good chunk that really should periodically check in either through academic support or remind emails or whatever kind of emails um, to contact me and check in, hey, how do you do this problem? Hey, can you go over this concept? Um, there's a big chunk of that. How are you um, doing academic support time? Like, what does that look like for you? I know each teacher is doing a little bit differently. So I've always treated sort of my academic support kind of like tutorial as just come and go. Um, I know there's the sort of de delineation of the evens on one day and the odds on the other day, and then two of the days are open. I usually just tell my kids, if you want to come in and no one's around, I'll help you. Um, if there is a priority, I will have to sort of pick the ones that are sort of the day of and then get to everyone else. But I haven't had that issue yet. Um, and unfortunately, because it's not sort of mandatory like tutorial this year, because it's kind of logistically not probably feasible, um, a lot of interest just drops and just goes, I can do whatever the heck I want once the school day is done. Yeah, they check out. So... I think everybody's trying to find the solution of the problem that, or I mean, for myself as well, um, staying engaged in online learning or just, you know, being on the computer all day. Are there any like tips or tricks you can talk about for students or families to make them more successful in online learning? Um, I will say that it is challenging. Um, one of the biggest hurdles is the camera. Um, I understand there's an sort of regulation from the district saying that we can't have mandate cameras, but there are a handful of students who do show their camera and I can tell that they are responding kind of in a visual. I can see that they're nodding their head or working on whatever I'm asking them to do. Um, and there are a handful that do talk in the chat. Um, I feel like the chat is not being used enough and a lot of kids that need the support aren't using the chat to check in with me or even say good morning or hi or thanks, have a good day. Um, I have like maybe two students or three students that I can name that every day uh, either say hello and good morning or at least say bye, have a good day. Um, and so for me, it's developing that relationship. Um, or trying to develop it right. and just this little contact that you do have, that's hard as well. Right. Yeah. And I'm I also try to get students to sort of let loose, so to speak, and I'll ask random questions here and there to uh really warm up and sometimes I'll throw in random questions of like, uh, what are you gonna dress up for Halloween? or what's your favorite candy? Um or like, what's your favorite thing about winter? And things to kind of like get them in the spirit and we will talk for a couple minutes um, as if you would normally before a class starts and sort of gauge the classroom and gauge the sort of atmosphere. Um, 
not a whole lot of that, but I'm trying to create this kind of like normalcy. Normalcy, yes. Like how it would be if you were in a classroom, right? Like without it being too scripted. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's not easy to not be scripted. Yeah, that's hard. Um, well, I just want to thank you for coming on here really quick and giving us a little bit of a outline of how teaching's going during a pandemic. Because as you know, we do have um, some feedback from a student and a parent, but it's always good to have a teacher's perspective as well. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. You have a good day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye.